So the backup center position is obviously a question mark for this Sixers team. What direction will they decide to go in? And today there's a proposed idea of bringing in a certain veteran that could help fulfill this need. But should they actually do it? We will break it all down, man. Let's go. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB. Like always, you know the drill, man. Hit that thumbs up button to support the show and help us continue to spread like wildfire. Subscribe if you're new and be sure to ring that bell. It's very important. Ring that bell so you don't miss any of the upcoming content. We'll be breaking it all down as always. But today, I just wanted to come at you with something quick. And before we get right into it, as you can see, uh, you know, it's still late August. It's still late August. We're talking about different ideas, scenarios. I promise we will get, you know, to the cream of the crop very soon in a few weeks. But I want to know from you, let me know down below in the comment section right now. Are you content with the Sixers backup center situation? What are your thoughts on that? You know, should we ride with the youth or should we go out and try to target some kind of veteran to bring in more experience and get us on the right track you know, and and just more, not more talented per se, but but just more ready to go come game one, you know, to make you feel more confident. Let me know down below. Uh, but today we will be kind of reacting and just discussing and analyzing an article put out by Brian Toporek of Liberty Ballers. You know, there's things I agree with, things I disagree with. Uh, so I'm definitely interested to hear the pulse of Sixers Nation. But Brian Toporek put out this article earlier I think it was either earlier today or yesterday. And he says the Sixers made major roster upgrades this offseason, but backup center is looming as a question mark. At Liberty Ballers, I wrote about why Hassan Whiteside could help fix that. And then another uh, writer from Liberty Ballers, Dave Early, quote tweeted it and put out his thoughts. He says, we can safely infer that Doc Rivers has been pushing Daryl Morey to sign Hassan Whiteside. Now, don't get it twisted. He says we can safely infer. So this doesn't mean in concrete the Sixers, you know, have been doing this, but I'm sure these guys have some inside input. You know, maybe there are some whispers. Maybe Doc Rivers, given the fact he likes these veteran players, maybe he saw, you know, what Charles Bassey did or didn't do in summer league, and he's a little bit worried, and he's trying to get Daryl Morey to go out here and sign a veteran backup center. But as we know, Daryl Morey kind of went into this season at least a couple months ago and said right on the podium, you know, we're going to rock with who we have. We're going to rock with the guys that I drafted here a couple years ago. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how those two work it out. Anyway, Dave goes on. He says um, th the thing you know, or that Maury hasn't done yet hints that one, he's still thinking trades. Interesting. And two, he's learned that if Doc loves a guy like Dwight Drummond or DeAndre Jordan, he'll overplay him in tough playoff matchups quite power dynamic at play. I don't I, I don't know if I like the wording of that, but anyway, I, I don't think these guys are beefing over the backup center position. But what I do think is that he does make a good point. You know, Doc likes those veteran guys. And like I just mentioned, Daryl Morey wants him to play the guys that he drafted that we've seen have some talent or at least some potential to be quality players, but they need more time. They need more opportunity. Anyway, we're going to take a look uh, at this article and just really analyze it. But I, I want to quickly say, in terms of my thoughts, um, it is an absolute no. Absolute no for me. I know what you're thinking. We need more experience. We need a backup center. 
I'm not saying no to bringing in or, or the idea of bringing in a backup center, a guy who has more experience, who's been on the rounds. Because as you know, I personally believe that people really overreacted when it came to Dwight Howard, when it came to Andre Drummond, right? Those guys, I thought, did a hell of a job for what they were asked to do. You got to remember, these guys were at different roles in their career, right? Dwight Howard coming to be a backup for Joel Embiid. That's not something he was used to doing. Andre Drummond coming to being a backup for Joel Embiid. At, you know, he calls himself the best rebounder of all time. Him coming to take a different role. These guys had to adapt and learn. And I thought they did pretty damn well. At least they were in the upper echelon of backup centers. And honestly, even when we signed them, I, I said things would be all right. And a lot of people kind of went over the deep end. If we ever brought Hassan Whiteside to this team, I mean, the overreaction on a nightly basis would be nuts. I don't want to bring that guy in here. And it's not because of a talent purpose. I think Hassan Whiteside actually does have basketball talent. But as we've seen time and time again, the numbers don't always tell the story. And I don't believe he has all of it together here. He has these spans. He has these lapses. I remember back in his Miami days, back when him and Joel were beefing or, or, you know, obviously he played with Utah last year and he also played with Portland. He's just not always locked in. And I just want to show one video. This doesn't tell the whole story. I'm not trying to completely knock him as a player. But but look at this play, okay? Look at what Hassan Whiteside does on this play. This was with uh, with the Utah Jazz last year. So it was a high pick and roll. He kind of you know tries to get between the defenders. And, and look, he ends up plucking the ball away. And then he does one of those. He does one of those. Gets it right back. And look, he doesn't know what he's doing. And complete mental lapse. And that's that. There's also been other talks before where, you know, he doesn't really hustle or there's just been a lot of things that have come up in his career, um, you know, where people have really questioned, you know, some of those wow moments, like, like, what are you doing in that situation? And he has good numbers, as we'll read here in the article. But I, I just do not want Hassan Whiteside on this team. I don't think he will make it better. If it came down to Hassan Whiteside versus the youth, I'm going with the youth all day. But if there are you know, other veterans out there that could come in for a discount and have experience and are willing to adapt. I think it would be great. I think it would be great. I liked what Andre Drummond did. Obviously, we all loved it by the time the middle of the season came. Dwight Howard, I thought, did okay. And and maybe, you know, when you're in that championship mode, you want to go out and get another player like that. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, in this article, you know, they, they talk about the different backup center options. Brian Zaporek says that Paul Reed, Charles Bass are the only two traditional big men on the roster behind Joel Embiid. Obviously, Paul Reed got some playoff experience, but he is a bit smaller. And Charles Bassey had a bit of an underwhelming summer league, so we'll see what he can do. He says Tucker figures to play some minutes at the five as well as a small ball five. I, also, I, I agree with that. I think that would be a great idea, and I do think it'll happen at points in this season. And then he says that's why they should at least entertain the possibility of signing Hassan Whiteside, you know, if and B gets injured and all that stuff. And then he says, you know, they, they go on about the stats. Whiteside was one of the most productive big men in the league. He says, backing up Rudy Gobert, he averaged 8.2 points a game, 7.6 rebounds, and 1.6 blocks in 18 minutes per game. Once again, good numbers, solid numbers for a backup. I don't think it tells the whole story. And here's why. Whiteside was one of only four regular rotation players to average at least 15 points and 15 rebounds per 36, joining Gobert, JaVale McGee, and Omer Yurt7. That, right off the bat, tells me what I need to know. 
Rudy Gobert averaging 15 and 15 is nothing. He's not an offensive player. JaVale McGee is JaVale McGee. And Omer Yurt7 is not that dude, as we saw last season. I mean, he kind of got withered out a little bit, you know. The numbers don't always tell the whole story for me. For me. Maybe it's different for other people in their opinion. He says, uh, Whiteside also hauled in 2.6 offensive rebounds per game in his limited playing time. And again, you know, he wouldn't have to do a ton. He would be a backup center. But there's just things I see from him sort of, and I don't want to compare the two, but DeAndre Jordan, sometimes how he seemed just out of place and he just wasn't it. But I agree 100% with Brian and Dave that if Hassan Whiteside came here, Doc would be playing him every game. He would immediately be getting 15 you know, 12 minutes off the bench a game, and he would be the guy. And that would also stint the development, you know, of guys like uh, Charles Bassey and Paul Reed. Um, I, I just, I don't like it. And Hassan Whiteside's 33 years old. The 33-year-old rarely creates shots for himself or others. The guy can't create a shot at all. I mean, he can't really dribble or anything. And he says he would primarily serve as a pick-and-roll partner for Maxi. That's the thing, though. He can do it in spurts, but... It's just not consistent. You know, he has these lapses where he doesn't even move. He can't move his feet on the floor, and it's it's tough. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really big on it, but <laughs> Rivers is the trickier problem to solve regarding Whiteside. Exactly. Exactly. He is going to consistently play him, and the more he plays him, again, I've said this with the past couple backup centers, you know, there's not too much pressure because Joel Embiid is so great. He is going to make such an impact on the game where you just have to come in and be serviceable. But when you do make these big mistakes, for example, like DeAndre Jordan, you're going to get heavily criticized. And we've seen Hassan Whiteside as well in press conferences, you know, talk about I don't like playing here and and just seeming a little bit unmotivated. And he's just not my cup of tea. He's just not my cup of tea. Um, but that's just how I feel. Whiteside would be the ultimate insurance policy. I disagree. There's a few other names out there. Like I said, you know, we'll be getting some PJ Tucker uh, at the small ball five. Um, and honestly, I, I like Bassey. I like how he's able to move. And I think he's getting stronger this offseason. And with a little more time under his belt, you know, I think he could be much better. But we'll see what happens. Um, if the Sixers sign Whiteside, we're, but we aren't talking about the exhumed course corpse of DeAndre Jordan. He was in two of the most potent two-man doses. See, and that's where we start getting into these advanced analytics where, you know, some of these just, just I don't know. I just don't agree with it 100%. It's good, but I don't agree with all of it. You know, I don't think it tells the full story. But anyway, those are just my thoughts. I just wanted to give my thought. You know, Hassan Whiteside has had seasons. He's averaged 13, 14, 15 rebounds as a starter. He's averaged 8, 10, 12 points a game. Fine, that's all dandy. But I just don't want to do it. I don't I don't think he's the right guy for this team. But you give me your thoughts. Let me know down below whether you agree or disagree. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. As always, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.